0: Our next guest final guest for today's opportunity to try is a painter he's a graffiti artist he's an entrepreneur he is Freddie Diaz Freddie welcome to the program hey Paul thanks for having me
1: I, I really appreciate you guys for the opportunity
0: it is my pleasure and in all my years I I don't think there's been if if ever maybe one person who identified as a graffiti artist as one of our guests on any of my shows, but I understand you come from a graffiti background since 2005. Tell me about that.
1: Well, um, I grew up in Detroit uh, my whole life, and so uh, I think like uh, early on, I, I went to public school, all Detroit public schools. I came up through the Detroit public school system, so like uh, it was what kind of was around me. You know, I kind of it was kind of my environment. It was uh, graffiti and gangs and. You know, I grew up in Mexican town a little bit on the border side of Dearborn. And so like, towards Woodmere area. And so, like, it's just kind of a cultural thing. Like, I, I it, it was just my environment. And, and I just kind of, like, I was always intrigued in how these people got up on certain places and the artist placement. And that was, like, what, it's kind of like marketing, but, like, black market marketing. It was, like, to me, it was, like, the way that I saw it as a kid, It was, it was was it was something that, I never would have imagined that would have helped me, you know, kind of transition into something more than what I had seen it as as a kid. And so um, but it was just always in my environment. It's just something that subconsciously just was around me. And so I kind of like started doing it like that. And um, obviously, as the city has been, you know, progressing, I think that everybody that's been living here has also been progressing. And, you know, that that's always great.
0: You know, but we all looked at graffiti the way you just described it a moment ago. You grew up uh, around graffiti and gangs. And graffiti was not a highly regarded art form. It was, in fact, something that people had uh, outlawed and fined people when they were caught and then painted over it. And, 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 you know, graffiti doesn't have uh, historically a great positive reputation. It didn't. But now you're an internationally renowned artist with this graffiti. How did that change? And and how did you recognize that you were doing something that was no longer thought to be uh, like vandalizing a uh, property, but, but turning it into a beautiful work of art? I'm, I look at it like, I'm going to give you just
1: a, I don't know if it's the best example, but I think that... Uh, it's like being, Mike Tyson is a great example. I think before he, be, he met a trainer and he became, you know, the great Iron Mike, you know, he was punching people in the face before he knew he had this gift. And so I think what I realized about graffiti and graffiti artists in general is that there is a lot more talent than there is, you know, malice behind it. And so, you know, growing up in, in the city, I grew up, and I think that the platforms just didn't exist. And I, I, I had to understand that it was what, i needed to do to get to where i wanted to be in my as my launch pad but transitioning you know making the transition and 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 i think uh creating more opportunities for myself through that upbringing and and also like you know c- kind of like along the way also trying to like untaint the the fame that graffiti has and 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 that's always been you know kind of trying to explain to people and say hey you know uh graffiti isn't always labeled that it's labeled as blight, but I don't, I don't think it's blight. I think it's just a lack of resource in a community. And I think that, you know, when, when, you know, things are applicable and and the opportunities are given to, to these artists, I think that, you know, you're able to see a huge turnaround and, you know, I want to be, if one of those examples and, you know, I want to lead by example, not just by coming on here and talking about it, you know,
0: you know, you you have just given a, a, an absolutely spectacular way for us to look at this by using the example of Mike Tyson. Before somebody guided him and trained him with his special deadly skills, he was a thug punching people in the face. He became a professional and one Hundreds of millions of dollars by doing what before the training and guidance called, they called him a thug. Then he was now a professional fighter. So you were doing graffiti, which you associated in your own words with, you know, the neighborhood and gangs and all of that. And you made that transition into now being an internationally acclaimed artist. And, and I'm just wondering if there was, was there a person. Uh, in your life, that helped make that change, or did you make that through your own observations?
1: Uh, this is this has been a result of many people. I I I got to give credit to a lot of people who helped me, who I met along the way. They gave me the opportunities, and I think that you know the, the greatest thing I could have done from getting those opportunity was like those opportunities was taking advantage, and so. Uh, you know, I I I'm I'm honestly I'm always a student. I always like to consider myself somebody that can learn something from anybody. And so, you know, I, I give credit to more than one person for for everything like I see it.
0: It's it's something to see on your resume the, the work you've done with companies like General Motors, Ernst and Young. Our friends at Lear Corporation, Adidas—it's just astonishing, and it's taken you uh, to Italy, France, Portugal, Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, Cuba, Colombia, Mexico. The list goes on and on. It's truly an incredible, uh, really American dream kind of story built around graffiti. That's something. Yeah, I, I think I think
1: it, I consider myself like a pioneer in a sense because. Uh, you know, my parents were immigrants, so like when they first got here, you know, they came here with the purpose of like, you know, I'm first generation, so they're like, all right, well, you know, here we are making this sacrifice for you. You got to go be a doctor or a lawyer, and like, there's nothing less, no less. You got to be something crazy. And so, like, when I told them I wanted to do art, because at, even then, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was a kid, I was, I didn't really, like, really understand what the full, it wasn't, there wasn't a, uh, uh, a foundation or a structure of how I could make a living off art yet and so I mean again you know this all this stuff's been happening in the last at least maybe eight to nine years and so um, you know like my parents were really hard on me too and so that pushed me to, to get out of out of the city that's how I got to Europe I I kind of took a leap of faith where you know I the, the, the things that I wanted in the future I saw for myself didn't exist here yet and so I had to kind of go look for it somewhere else. And, I, and, and one thing I can say, and, I can, and this applies in anything, it's like when you look for something and you chase it, the universe conspires towards it. So you'll meet who you have to meet along the way. If you're doing the right things, you'll realize that you'll, like, the universe is working with you, not against you. And you'll, 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 you'll like, by fate start to meet the people that you need to be around and work with the people you need to be around and and i think that that formula for me at least for me like it's never failed me it's never done me wrong i i anytime i look for something and and trying to push myself and be a better person i end up finding you know opp- or opportunities also tend to find me where i'm in the room where i'm around the person that i need to be around and then boom like cool stuff happens and and like i'm i'm super grateful once if you're able to pick that up like and, and i think i I picked that up very young and so that that was like key for me. That was like the the pivot point for me that changed everything.
0: Freddie Diaz is with us, a painter, graffiti artist, entrepreneur. He's a Detroiter through and through. Have you ever been arrested for some of your graffiti work in your early days?
1: Yeah, man. I I got to give a lot of props to my mom because I I like my again, both of my parents work full time, so I really put my mom through a lot. Like I gotta, I always get in trouble. But you know, if I could go back and change things, I I don't think I would because you know a lot of people. I I realize like I had a purpose, and whether I had no direction at the time, I realized like everything I went through to get to where I am, you know, taught me something. And so, you know, even to still be here and value it, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they kind of shy away from it if once they become an established artists, but. I, I've always want to be an advocate and just, you know, be grateful for the upbringing. I think that what you go through, you know, creates a solid foundation for who you're going to become. And I think that that, that for me is like everything. Like I, even now when I get to work with corporations and stuff, I think that the things that I went with, you know, went through early on in my life have taught me things that you can't learn in, in the bigger fields. And so, you know, I'm I'm super grateful.
0: With that thought in mind, what other advice might you give to aspiring artists?
1: I I would say uh now, don't be afraid to try. I think I would encourage people to go out and do graffiti now. I think uh I think there's a lot more resources now and I and I think that that to me makes me so happy because I think that everything we've been fighting for is as a collective of artists, not just me, but you know, there's so many gifted uh artists like Tony Hooligan, Shifi, you know, uh Cindy James, the list goes on and uh, these people inspire me on, on a daily basis, and I think that now there's there's so many resources that for young artists, like for one, just don't be afraid to be yourself. Uh, I think that the more you become in tune with yourself, the more opportunities you'll create, and you'll have a lot more fun than comparing yourself to somebody else. And then, you know, uh, and, and 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 you know, just don't be afraid to, to to be vocal either. I think that networking is is goes hand in hand with being creative, and I think that. You know, everything should be co- like a uh, full circle when it comes to
0: you know creating art. Is there anything uh, that you're especially excited about coming up in the next year?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I've been doing a lot of uh, honestly, like, even over over quarantine, I've been doing a lot more stuff that's been personal. Uh, I a lot of my you know business and 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 work stems around you know working with clients and and doing you know, commission, commission, uh, freelance artwork. But like, as of late, like, you know, over the pandemic or whatever, I've been able to just kind of sit at home and like, you know, marinate on on things I want to do and like, you know, have a lot more creative freedom on, on ideas. And, and I think that that's been, you know, I think it's the ultimate gift is having freedom where I'm not, you know, necessarily constricted on, you know, oh, I have to, these are my limited stuff that I have to do. And so, um, I've been able to just do a lot of, a lot of free work, a lot, a lot of stuff that, that I think represents me, things that I I want to do, and you know I think I'm going to be doing a lot more of that because, you know I think that it's it's helping refine my skills, it's it's building more consistency in my in my brand, yeah, and you know and I'm and I'm happy, yo, genuinely I'm just I'm I'm learning to become a lot more happier with what creating. Good
0: for you. Good for you. That's a that's a that's a great growth uh, note that you've just given us. Freddie Diaz, a Detroiter through and through. You can find him at swfreddy.com, S-W-F-R-E-D-D-Y.com. Thank you so much, Freddie. We appreciate it. Continued success to you, my friend. Likewise,
1: man. Thank you so much
0: for having me. It is truly my pleasure. And that's it for today's Opportunity Detroit. Thanks, Holly McLean, owner of Olin Bar and Kitchen Detroit. Jamie Hudson, the owner and founder of City Bark. And Freddie Diaz, the painter, graffiti artist, entrepreneur indeed, for finishing up this edition of Opportunity Detroit uh, with the special people and the special work taking place to redefine our city. And we especially thank you for following us along the way, and I hope you'll listen to me Monday through Friday mornings on WJR as well. Regards, Paul W. Smith.